The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 24, 2020, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And today, we're talking machine-made cigars. There's nothing funny about machine-made cigars, but there is something funny about our guest, stand-up comedian Tony V, who joins us live in studio. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened-to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time, or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. I, 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 I can't do this. I can't, I can't start the show. Where's the freaking bell? I missed nice, the bell. We were it was told, nice and quiet. We were told not to. And you liked when it when I loved that he said it. I hate that the bell didn't happen. I, I kind of need that annoyance right at the start of the show. Yeah, we'll annoy you because we got oh. we got a professional here with <laughs> oh, us today. Yeah, you're gonna, you're he, annoys, gonna yeah. he annoys people on sure. He if gets you, paid for it. If you last the first hour, I'll be surprised. Tony V, comedian I can Tony make, V. I can make noises that no bell can. There we go. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting Just down aim, wind, yeah, aim the noises at Barron's. Uh, Stephen Wells says, did Tony have to get all dressed up? There we go. <laughs> They're starting on I got you pants. already. I got pants uh-huh. on. Thank God. Thank God for all of us. Wait, uh, wait, wait. I'm talking to 50,000 cigar smokers, and I'm supposed to give a shit what I look like? <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> all right. There we it's go. a new world, I guess. No, no. It doesn't matter. Uh, and most people, by the way, are listening. So we got our live oh. people catching on, catching on watching us. But uh, most people are listening. So uh, what they haven't been listening to is a lot of comedy. No, it hasn't been a lot because what? of the COVID. Yeah. Everyone's got the COVID, and they're afraid to come out. Uh and, uh, you know, so it's been few and far between. It's opened up a little bit. And now that the country's spiking again, uh, we're all going to go back into our shelves. So it was nice knowing you. I don't know what I'm going to do for a living from here on <laughs> I in. Know. But uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Because you've no, been yeah, doing this your- my whole life. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't had a, uh, an actual job since I was 20. Wow. Market basket is hiring. I know. You know, people say that. I would screw that up. Are you kidding me? My default used to be pumping gas. I can't even do that anymore <laughs> because they don't let you. And they don't yeah. let you do it for 20 minutes. No, no. You yeah. have to stay up yeah. like all day. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to explain that to people. I go, someone's, I'm going to have to be somewhere, as mentioned, dressed properly and, and happy. For a long period yeah, of time. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I, 40 I, hours a yeah, week? No I don't way. see that happening in the last 20% of my life. No. You could work yeah. out really solid five-minute sets, though, while you're pumping. I mean, that's... 
Well, they have get you, you know, for a while I was thinking about making it big on gas station TV because they have that now. Yeah. Where when you're wow. pumping, they got a little yes. screen. I go, I could I could put little little blurbs up there. That would be way better than listening to the news and stuff right. that they put on there now. Yeah. Now how many home runs can you watch while Tony, you're pumping gas? Tony, what's the most hours you've ever worked in a week since you became a comedian? Oh, geez. Uh, it well, could be recently. It, no, no, I would. No? no. Yeah. I mean, when I was on tour with Bill Burr, we worked uh, two shows a night. That's crazy. And I you. had to do. And I had 40 to do, whole minutes? I had to do 10 <laughs> minutes each show for oh, five geez. nights. You do the math. I, I, <laughs> That's I, big. I can't 50 that. minutes a week. 50 <laughs> minutes a week. <laughs> And you made a living doing yeah, this. Yeah, I'm not an animal. Yeah. How, how, am I, how am I supposed to live like this? We used to do, we, when I first started doing Las Vegas, we used to work at the Riviera, which no longer exists. Uh, uh, but uh, we used to do three shows a night. Mm. And when you were headlining, you'd do like 40 minutes. So that was, you know, that was uh, uh, That was exhausting. <laughs> I mean, then you'd have to stay up all night playing poker and then do it again the next night. Oh I don't God. know how you're supposed to live like this that. This is craziness. And you, yeah. you did a lot of it while smoking cigars. I, You know, I've been smoking cigars, uh, yeah, a long time. I'm not like a, a newcomer to this. Uh, I started, well, I probably started when I was, you know, 16 or 17, but then took a little break in there because my grandfather used to smoke uh, Perotis. I know I've all mentioned right. that to you a couple yeah. of times, the, the things that were like black as a turd and look yep. like a tree branch. Hmm. And, uh, you know, Snoop as those. grandfathers would do, okay, yeah. hey, try, you yeah. like. You know. <laughs> and uh, I did, and I did. And so I smoked those a little bit in my 20s. And then when I was working out in Los Angeles uh, in the late 90s, <clears throat> I was working on a, a show with Bobcat Goldway called The Big Ass Show. And uh, uh, some entrepreneurial young man would come around with a rolling humidor on payday when we oh, get paid at the studios smart. he had a humidor like on a on a trolley and he would go to all the studios on payday and we would you know we would celebrate the end of the week with a with a nice cigar nice and nice. he had you know you had to know a certain word and he would lift up the the legal stuff and it have it have cubans in there Ah, you know, like so the can, people. Yes, <laughs> is that yes. where the you know Seinfeld bit came yeah, from? You know, they don't roll themselves. Someone's got to roll those. That's right. They're not all machine rolled, you know. Well, that's uh, what we're going to do today. So, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to go to the best cigar. We'll get to that uh, in the second hour of uh, the funniest cigar in the second hour that we could possibly find because comedian, what do we do? Funny cigar. But there's nothing funny about this. This is a machine-made cigar. And uh, one of the first indicators I want you to notice on here is the little pull tab that's on the cellophane. There's a little silver thing, and you oh, pull yeah. it because the cellophane was even applied by a machine as opposed to a person doing it. So that's one indicator for you to end up seeing. So we'll take it out, and you'll notice... Uh, if I took this out of the cellophane and you didn't see that little pull tab, now you're looking at it. I don't think you can tell looking at this that this is a machine-made cigar because the, another indicator would be the very cap of it, the head of the cigar that you'd see a little drill hole mark out of it. Help Tony out over here. Switch, switch cigars. Yeah, with you him. take mine. Yeah, buddy. Jonathan's an expert with ribbons. So, Tony, look at that cigar. That looks like a regular cigar. That you? does look like it. Yeah, when you said machine rolled, I was expecting... You know the Dutch Master right. or the El Producto, that, okay. you know that look 
you know, be, tapered. And, because that looks like a real, a cigar, real cigar wrapper on it, right? Yeah, it's sort of bumpy yep. and, uh, uh, can I say veiny? Veiny? It's a little yeah. veiny. You can. Yeah. yeah, it's not the prettiest wrapper no, I've ever no, seen. No, but, but sometimes that's the, an indication of a, of a decent cigar. Mm -hmm. All right, so Barry, tell us about this cigar. Well, today's first cigar is Boomtown, and it's manufactured in the USA by J.C. Newman exclusively for Two Guys Smoke Shop. The size is a seven and a quarter by fifty-two Churchill, and it features an Ecuadorian sun-grown wrapper, unknown binder, and Caribbean and Central American fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a bundle of twenty is thirty-nine ninety-nine. And if you're too far away from Two Guys Smoke Shop to buy them in person, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. So you can beat this up all you want because it is. Uh, we're not insulting anybody out there because. It's my cigar. Oh, you, they make it for they you. They make it for us. Yeah. Uh, can I just say, the, the first uh, tip-off to me, the first thing that I'm worried about is unknown. You said something is unknown. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's like the rest never, of the parts unknown. Yeah, that doesn't really bode well, does it? All right. <laughs> hey, Eddie, what do you got over there? I don't know. Just, eh, wrap it. It's a cigar. Yeah, we'll but if somebody hands you a cigar and say, hey, Tony, here's a cigar for yeah. you, you'd smoke uh, this, right? Uh, uh, yes. At first blush, yes. I would look at it and go, yeah, that's that's something I would stick in my mouth. All right. So we're going to do that. It's time. For, I've said for, that very thing so many times. <laughs> if I had a nickel. <laughs> yeah, if I had a nickel. So uh, like at any premium cigar, you have to actually cut the end. If this was um, the El Producto you're talking about or right. whatever, you'd ha it'd have a little thing and you wouldn't have to. Pre-drilled. Pre yeah. This yeah. is not. You have to cut it. So it's time so to cut our cigar. Right. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. I think I got some of the unknown. My cutter won't go through it. Okay, I got yeah. it. My, mine had a little bit of did, did trouble. A little, a little yeah. resistance? Yeah. Man. So do you take a taste of the cigar before you cut the cigar? Before I, you um, light well, the cigar? Only because I've done this show before. I sniffed both ends. Mm. Jonathan. Good. <laughs> Jonathan. If I had a nickel. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be throwing softballs out all, all day. day. All day. That's why I'm here to set you guys up. Yeah. You smell the uh, the, yep. the tip and the foot. And now I take a drawer on it. Yeah. WD-40. <laughs> no, yeah. It tastes Ziggy. like tobacco. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I should not have even told you that this is a machine-made cigar. Because we wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known no. yet. Let me this check. is a fig jam right here. I'm checking the wheel for WD-40. No, it it's doesn't not. seem to be It tastes there. like they just lubed up the machine. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. The machine will get stuck if you don't lube it. Huh. We're going to light our cigar yeah. today <laughs> with the Vertigo oh. Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features single action. You press the button down, the lid pops open. Three jets come alive. Fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have a bullet punch and an easy adjustment, all for the low price of nineteen ninety nine, that is the Vertigo Gauntlet, and those three jets are in line. They are in line. Why are you messing up my second commercial? I like to make my commercials different. Well, I didn't know. Sure. I don't see your commercial, the text of it on our show notes. Here we go. <laughs> he doesn't know until he gets up here and grabs a one of the li lights right. before he gets going. He has no idea. So. Before the show, you referred to this as a two-buck two chuck. Yeah. I was, like, expecting to light it up and chuck it. it, it <laughs> wow. It tastes like a cigar. It tastes like a cigar. Nobody knows the difference because these things are sold to you all the time. So it's called Boomtown. So first off, 
Boomtown. Why did I name it Boomtown? I named it Boomtown because Boomtown was a TV show, 1956. The series started with Rex Triller. Boomtown was a two-hour children's show on WBZ-TV in Boston that ran Saturdays and Sunday mornings from 56 to 74. 18 years, that show. Tony, you remember that show? Of course I do. With Sa- Pablo and then the Sergeant, Sergeant Billy. Billy. He's yep. the one who held it all together, Sergeant I Billy felt. did. Yeah, yeah who, uh, the guy that played Sergeant Billy actually ended up being an air traffic controller with my brother for a while. Well, no kidding. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So see how this goes full circle? Yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. And what was the duck? They had a duck. <laughs> Chuck the duck? No, they had, a, they had some kind of a puppet duck or something, a didn't puppet? they? Uh, I puppet. don't remember that. I think maybe you hit your head on your way into maybe, the studio and you're be. confusing two shows. No, they had a puppet. I'm telling you, there was a duck <laughs> that did something. Rudy will confirm it for us. He's our resident fact checker. Do you uh, remember Rex, Rex Trilly used to do his trips to California and stuff? Oh, yeah. And you'd all go, a bunch of people would go to California to... Uh, all these different places and go with Rex Trailer. The guy was a, it was a big deal around here. My brother was on Rex Trailer. Uh, I was on Bozo. Bozo, yeah. Were you, were you Butch for the day? No. You didn't make it? No. Nah. But I was on anyway. Yeah. Um, there's a documentary out there on Rex Trailer's Boomtown, uh, which I watched. Excellent. Yeah, um, I'm in it. Document- really? Yes. <laughs> So yeah. we're, we're going to get to this guy because yeah. he's in a lot of stuff I'm in it. you yeah. saw. Yeah, yeah. You're in it. I'm in it. Yeah, they were interviewed me outside of the uh, Atlanta connection uh, on Martha's Vineyard. It's one tough night. to tell sometimes that it's Tony V because he at one There's point, many faces of Tony V. At one point in his life was a, a little more rotund than he is yes. now. Yeah, I got up to about uh, 300 pounds one time. What are you down to Not now? a personal best. <laughs> no? Are you down? No, I was 328 I topped out at. Yeah. You're down to two? Uh, two uh, 211 last time I checked. All right. Yeah. 100 pound sway there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, uh, this cigar is not bad, by the way. All right. And, and Am I ca- supposed to say that yet? No. You, you jump yeah. in any time and right. say whatever you uh, want as you, as you do it. Sean but- Stevens suggests that it was fuck the duck. Was no, it wasn't. No, you absolutely not? was not. I'm pretty okay. sure. <laughs> it was children's program. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. So I want to teach you a little about machine-made cigars because people immediately go to a negative thing on it. And, uh, you know, when, when I said I was doing this, people say, well, they, they still even make those cigars? Machine-made cigars? Machine-made cigars are also known as ma- mass-market cigars. Gas station cigars, convenience store cigars, cheap cigars, or categorized as large cigars. Does anyone smoke machine-made cigars anymore? Hell yeah, they do. Machine-made cigars are sold in the billions of units annually in the United States. Annually, 18 billion, with a B, are sold in the U.S. compared to 300 million premium cigars. No kidding. Can you believe that? 98.2% of every cigar sold in the United States is machine-made, and only 1.8% is a handmade cigar, because sometimes you can't tell the difference, and this is a perfect example of it. I'm telling you the difference. I'm telling you this is a machine-made cigar, but... We don't, you know, it doesn't get promoted as this is a machine-made cigar, but a good indicator is it's $2. That's a good indicator. Good indicator. So some names are Optimo, White Owl, Garcia Vega, Game, Dutch Masters, Backwoods, Swisher Sweets, Black and Mild. Those are the very biggest ones that are out there. And each one of those brands I mentioned beats the entire premium cigar industry by itself. Each Each brand. Each brand, not collectively. Correct. Well, you know, everything you just uh, uh, rattled off there, I have smoked at one time in my life. 
Okay. Yeah. And people are buying them by the tons. Yeah. Machine-made cigars are made by machine, not by hand. That's the indicator. Flavored or not flavored. And we're going to get into some of them, but they're not all flavored cigars. And this is not a flavored cigar, and it is machine-made. Um, some have um, machines that work with even long filler tobacco. Some have short filler tobacco. Um, most are short filler that are in there, but I've seen both happen. Um, but one of the big indicators is that peel-off cellophane. But some of these companies got really smart, and they apply the cellophane on. So you can't even tell with the cellophane either. There's no hole in the top. There's no nothing. It doesn't say any different, so you can't tell. Um, in, the, in the case of the cigar we're smoking here, Boomtown, you look at it, the wrapper is all tobacco. You're looking at an all tobacco wrapper. You can, uh, maybe you can squeeze it and feel that it's, it's short filler, and it's hard to tell. It's firm. It's, it's very firm. firm. We'll see how long the ash lasts. Try not to knock your ash off real early to see if it holds an ash. Another indicator that a short filled cigar won't hold an ash very well, usually, but there's ways around that too. So, in this case, or in some cases, there's all tobacco machine made cigars, and some are not all tobacco. The majority of machine-made cigars are made with homogenized tobacco wrappers. The outside is not real and tobacco. That's well, like like the Pringles of wrappers, yes. where they just mush it <laughs> wait, all up. That's and right. There is the essence of tobacco in and, it. It's just wait, not 100% wait, wait, tobacco. Wait a second. If it's not tobacco, what is it? It is called HT, HTL wrapper, which is homogenized tobacco leaf, a mixture of chopped Scrap tobacco, stems, and cellulose adhesive, <laughs> and <laughs> some non-tobacco products. Here so, we go. We're in, a, we're in a weird world with not. You know, everything that's not tobacco is non-tobacco. So yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> when you, I mean, when your you bottle get, of water, for example, that is non-tobacco. Right. I don't want to be smoking the, that bottle. All right. I so. never thought I'd see the day that Dave passed a blunt. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so that's a Philly well, blunt that, right there. Yeah. Uh, huge seller. Really. Mm-hmm. Billions, not millions. Billions. Billions. Yeah. And see the outside wrapper on that. Not not tobacco. Not tobacco. It's, that's HTM HTL, which. Has tobacco in its mush, sure. just like Pringles, right? Yeah. It has potatoes in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. In another world, this was a couch cushion. <laughs> <laughs> it's mixed together with water into the pulp, and the pulp goes into a machine. It's dried out and made into sheets. The sheets are cut into rolls, and the rolls are put on a machine. We're in a fast process. The scrap tobacco is dropped in. It's rolled in this sheet. And there's your cigar oh. at the end of it. And it happens really fast. Like a fruit roll-up for cigars. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a there fruit roll-up for cigars. That's all. There's also hand-assisted operations, machines that are hand-assisted, applying a real wrapper to the machine-made bunch with the HTML wrapper, exactly like the cigar is. This right. is somebody is applying this wrapper onto a machine where it's wrapped on an HTML binder, Mm. And the filler is inside. Yeah, of it. I mean, sometimes you'd see uh, machine-made hand finished, mm. which usually meant the yep. wrapper was applied by hand. Brands like 
the brand we're smoking now, factory throwouts, brick house fumas, along with every, just about every, as far as I know, every fuma that's out there. Mm. If you see that word fuma on there, which means smoke, but it's usually attached to something that is, is a machine-made product. And it could be on a, a big-name brand that all of a sudden their fuma is a different product. Um, also... The price is a good indicator. If you end up seeing the regular brand is $10 and the Fuma is $1 or $2, <laughs> ding, you know, good indicator of what it is. But you'd say, oh, no, I'm smoking brand X for only $1 or $2. Right. No, you're not. Now, you're, this you're is $2, $2 at retail. How much of that is federal Four, tax? $0.41 cents is federal tax. <laughs> right, so, so now that, we take it down to $1.60. I'm making a profit on it. So... <laughs> It's very low priced, right? right. I'll say. It's like, so, it's like the Twinkie of cigars. Yes. Yes. They but, just, but is it's it, extruded more than it's rolled. So, so, you know, this is part of the I was wondering campaign. where you were going with that. <laughs> I, I just wanted to admit it I think to it's you. closer to a hot dog. But you think? I'd rather have Also extruded, by the way. <laughs> Correct. I, I just want to use the word extruded. <laughs> All right. Use because it. the guy sitting at home wondering about how I'm dressed going, he, that guy should not know the word extruded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like that, you know, I just want to... I'm still not convinced you know what it means, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, but it fit where it belonged. It did, it did. Right. Yeah. Your ass is staying okay. Mine's getting flaky, a little flaky. Yeah, it gets yeah. a flake. Yeah, a little flake. Yeah. That's a little indicator on Shotfield. This is part of the Cigar Authority care package. First time we've ever put a machine-made cigar in there, but part of it is for the educational purpose of it, not to say, wow, what a great cigar is, but to say, holy God, this is a lot better than I thought it was. Other couple other machine made cigars we'll talk about is Topper. Remember we did Topper before? Yeah. All tobacco machine made. People turned out to like they, that. They ended quite up loving bit. it. Toscano, all tobacco, machine assisted mm-hmm. uh, cigar. Different words will be there, but it's machine made that somebody may be assisted or something, but it goes in the category of machine made. Also, whenever you see a pack of cigars, an unbelievable price of a pack of cigars. You see a five-pack somewhere online or something, and it has the different cigars in it. And here's some famous cigars. And maybe there's one with a famous name on it, but it's a different version of that famous one. Right. A lot of times, that's a machine-made cigar with their band on it. It's not something that's in the brick-and-mortar stores. And you, they'd say, oh, my God, I get one of these cigars in there for this pack for $30. It's an unbelievable deal. Listen, n- nothing's for free. I mean, do the math and figure out what this is and, and look at it. Or if you're like me, you take it apart. And we're going to do that. So if the price is too good to be true, it probably is, right? We all learned that. Some manufacturers lend their name to factories and let them use their name for a machine-made cigar, which they never indicate that it is a machine-made cigar. Then apply their bands to a similar bundle or sticker and um, try to get a better price for it. Warning, um, it's never what it appears to be. So here's here's the great indicator. I'm giving you a cigar. I, I let you see the cellophane that was on it, but if I didn't do that, you would not know right now. Um, even though you see ads of seconds, that's another one, of big names. Oh, here's the big name second. They don't exist. There are no seconds. Um, these are made on purpose if they had that many seconds to be able to sell them, somebody would be fired at the factory. Believe me. Oh, good point. <laughs> not to mention. It's it, not true. You take a brand like Perdomo, and he comes right out and says every single time that the cigar doesn't draw, which is the only indicator, okay, it doesn't draw, it failed. 
they pulled a roller in that made that one cigar mistake. Take it apart. Take it apart. Let's see what, what happened. Now go fix it. Right. All the materials that can be used are used. There's right. no, nothing that goes to waste. There are certain sizes of handmade cigar lines that are machine-made cigars, smaller ring-gauge minis. Usually all are machine-made. Uh, today there are machines making 52 ring-gauges. So you look at machine-made cigars, typically the one I gave you, uh, and say a smaller ring gauge, right, right, on that? And that's how it used to be. But now hmm. they're making 52 ring gauges that are out all over the place. And Big difference. I, they're I coming always, out with 60s. I always thought they just had really little people making those minis. There you go. It's not true. Huh. No. So you learned something at some I did. And some people will even take it as far down as saying the Lieberman Press, which is a sheet that goes out and the tobacco is put in, and then it's hand-pushed to roll it into it and say that's that's a machine-assisted product. We're not counting that's a handmade cigar. Most factories are using that today, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a way to bunch the cigar better with this piece of cloth yep. that ends up doing it. Cloth so, or leather. Yeah, you see that all the time, right? It's not a problem. Have you ever had uh, something like a black tea, a salada tea, and you accidentally leave the tea bag in for too long? Yeah. And the tea gets a little bit of a bite to it. It's not bad tea. You're just drinking it black. It's yep. got a little bite. And that's what I'm picking up. It's a slightly over-brewed black tea. Tony V, is he way off? No, not at all. It's, mm. it's, it, it's like if you ran your tea through a toaster. I don't suggest that, <laughs> but that's what I'm liking it to. I can you see a mess. Smoke. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. Who, who's that, Tony V? Hey, that's Bill Burr. <laughs> that is. That's yeah. your buddy. How's he in my head? He's here. <laughs> He's everywhere. Dude, are you on the line? Or did you just do a drop in? Just a drop. Oh, thank God. <laughs> You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. <laughs> That's Bill's theory on flavor. On flavor. Taste. It, it, it tastes smoke. like smoke. <laughs> yeah, he was doing a podcast talking about smoking, and he talked about a, a podcast he was listening to and having all these wacky flavors. And I said, oh, my God, they're going to mention us. This we, is going to be we great. It was and then he said... You taste like smoke, you freaking asshole. And I'm like, okay, oh, I guess. Never mind. I, I'm maybe glad he didn't bring up our name. Yeah, that's yeah. probably better off. Yeah. So, you know, when when uh, I was out on the road with Burr, we, you know, we were in Connecticut, and people were dropping off cigars, you know, left and right. Okay. Because, you know, he tries to keep it under wraps that he's still smoking. Why? Because mostly he doesn't want to smoke with people he doesn't know. Oh, all right. right. It's not for saying no, no, people no. are going to think different of me. Right, right. No, no, no. It's okay. not for parents or anything like that. Uh, uh, but then we were staying at this place, the, the Litchfield Inn, and the, and the desk guy, who was the son of the owner, kept saying, oh, my dad gets Cubans, my dad gets Cubans, and we would never see these Cubans materialize. And then just this week, four Cubans showed up in my mailbox. Ah. Yeah. So mm. so they came They must have been very small good. guys. They were very yeah. <laughs> They were the guys that I rescued from that humidor right. I was talking about I, in L.A. I think that's a good policy, though. You don't want to get locked into talking to somebody you don't want to talk right, to just for a whole hand, cigar. Right, just because they hand oh, you then, a cigar. Then you're stuck for an hour, right? <laughs> right, right oh, my right. God, he just gave me an hour <laughs> right. in. Answering Actually, the same stupid question you had right. to answer with the last jackass. You right, right, right. And right. you think you're the first person to ever think about <laughs> exactly. this, right? That used to, that used to happen a lot with another pro 
product in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Where you know, oh, yeah. end up talking to some nitwit because he had a packet on him. Until the it sun. fantastic. <laughs> Until the sun came up. Until the sun came up. And then you go, why did I just waste a whole, half a night talking to this nitwit? I've never had that stuff, but I heard it smells good. It really does. You yeah. got to get used to it. So uh, Giovanni came up from uh, Connecticut. He thought he was traveling the furthest. Yes. Uh, but I also would like to give a shout out to Alan, who came here from Michigan. Michigan wins so we this week. Connecticut and Michigan for the two longest drives. Appreciate you guys coming wow. up and checking out the show. And my apologies to both of you is coming all Wait, this way. And did he come from Michigan just to see this show? That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Uh, oh, <laughs> not real. Don't lie, Alan. <laughs> Thank God I feel better about you, Alan. Real. Connecticut, I'll give you. Yeah, not any too. any reason to get out of Connecticut's a good reason. All right, so we're going to smoke the cigar during the break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to really talk about it. I'm going to dissect it and all that. We're going to take a break right now. Is machine-made cigars a growing market, or is it dropping? What do you think? We're going to get into that. I'm going to dissect the cigars and others, and later the funniest cigar in the cigar shop. We'll see if Tony agrees with that. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage with Tony V, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet. 
but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10 count boxes, four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Okay, we are back with stand-up comedian Boston Cigar, Boston Cigar, Boston comedy legend, and he is a legend in comedy here in Boston, Tony V, and nothing but the best for Tony. I said, Tony, if you come on the show, we'll smoke a couple (laughs) of cigars, Yeah, and and here's the first one out out of the bat. Machine. He put it down, and he went on to the Philly Blunt, because that's the way he is. He wants to 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 try it all. This is awful. Okay. That's yeah. why you put the other stuff in it so you don't notice the taste. It's, there's van- like it's coated in vanilla or dipped in pudding or really? something. I have not it tried. It tastes like it might have been dipped in pudding. Like Bill Cosby pudding? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't had one of those in 45 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. Listen. I'm, I'm, this is just a word of caution. Don't eat anything Cosby hands you. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what they were putting in the pudding pops, but it, it wasn't right. And he paid for it. There we go. So uh, just a quick reminder, please subscribe to us, uh, The Cigar Authority, on YouTube. Um, 
along with the podcast because I told you something was going to happen. It did, right? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, somebody reported us to YouTube, and they have uh, made at least one episode so far where you got to be logged in to prove that you're 18 or older to watch. All right. So it's going to happen. It's mm-hmm. going to go down with tobacco. They're going to come after us. So if YouTube you did, didn't do it. Somebody ratted us out. All right. But it happened. Yes. But, but it's going to happen anyway. Fucking rats. So go on to... Th- uh, YouTube, you'll see the Cigar Authority, click the subscribe button, and you're all done. You're all set, and you won't be bothered anymore. They can do whatever they want to do, because that's what's going to happen. And if you are just a video watcher of the Cigar Authority, go on and, and download a app for audio, because when the day comes that they shut us down completely, you'll be on there, too, and you'll be able to get it in a moment. So it's going to take you two seconds to do both of them. Just do it. Because yeah, it's if coming. You, if you don't have a Gmail account, get yourself a Gmail account because that's the only way you'll be able to log into YouTube to watch it. Okay. All right. It, it is time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And today's versus is would you rather appear as a guest on your favorite TV show versus a lifetime backstage to any concert you attend. And I'm going to save Tony V for last on this. Mm-hmm. Are you appearing as a guest one time? Or yes. One time versus a lifetime. Yep. You got to go lifetime. Lifetime going to backstage in a concert. Hell yeah. And I just for the record. One time I, being on a TV show. I you'll consider, be on there forever because once it's on, it's on. Yeah, but that's like advertising on TV. Once it's off, it's also it, off. It would be like being on a Seinfeld episode. That ran for 21 years. <laughs> and you still get a check and in the mail? Just got $47 from them this week. <laughs> what? $47. You know how many uh, of these cigars I could buy Wait, with that? Oh, you could buy 20, 20, 24. Easily. <laughs> Easily. Tony, for those who don't know, what did you play on Seinfeld? Uh, I was clicking the umbrella guy. And, uh, the guy the, spinning the umbrella in the in the rain. So episode. you didn't invent that then? No, uh, Teddy Padillac invented. That. Yeah. <laughs> when you I go back and watch, yeah. yeah. So both both lines. Well, well, both of them. Right. <laughs> what do you say, Barry? Uh, backstage concert. You don't have to worry. Really? Yeah. You don't have to worry about buying tickets no, anymore. No, you, you have to buy a ticket. You're guaranteed backstage. Yeah. So, I'll so why do you want to be backstage when the concert's out front? So there's a wall to lean on. It'd be more comfortable than my fat ass. But you can't see it. You're backstage. (laughs) Okay. Wrong answer twice. What do you say? Um, Could I be in a movie instead of a TV show? TV show. TV show. That's it. Yeah. I've been on TV already. I I have done that. What about if it's going to be two broke girls? I'm on TV right now. You get to pick which one. Oh, you get to pick which one? All right. Your Uh, favorite. Whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, there may not be any more concerts anyway, and they're still going to make TV you, shows. Yeah, you'd have a bad year this year for sure. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't get much of any. I'm, I'll take the TV show, but I don't really like it. The TV really show like pays. Any. That's the whole point. Yeah. That Tony V, what's the answer? Well, uh, well, if you're going if you're going to entertainment, I go backstage. But for money, go to the, go to the uh, TV. Because I've been getting paid from Seinfeld for 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. One little segment that One was segment, on there. Yeah. Basically two or three scenes, I can't remember. But I still get residuals because they, they, they run that all the time, right? So every 13 weeks, I get a check for between 
you know, forty-seven dollars and a hundred and eighty-two, depending. No, so, depending yeah. how often they uh, run it. Run it. So, yeah. could I also eat like a week's worth of food at craft services? Oh, or? sure. Yeah, sure. When I would listen, I—I I mean, I remember that that week. It was you know like a highlight for me because <laughs> I was a fan of Seinfeld and yeah. the whole deal. And TV, doing TV is like it's like being in another world. Like it was a Tuesday afternoon, and someone tapped me on the shoulder and goes. Oh, the 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 Sunday wagon is here, and I go what? And they had a guy with a little cart with ice cream, and we get, made our own Sundays in the middle of work. <laughs> Another night they had the rolling cappuccino machine. So that little scene was days, days. I was on set for a week. For a week, to yeah. Do. I was actually. I'll tell you the story if uh, you know. Let's do it. Uh, I was auditioning for some. I I'd done a show at the Laugh Factory in Los Angeles. And I was auditioning for something else. So my set at the Laugh Factory went pretty well. Some people called me in to do an audition for, I think it was Boston Legal okay. that was on at the time. Yeah. This is going back to the late 90s. And then uh, just by coincidence, the guy that, uh, that, that was the talent coordinator for Seinfeld was in the audience. So I go into the studio on the lot, and uh, I'm reading for Boston Legal. Uh, I get a call back, which means you go, you wait outside and they call you back in and then you go read for the next level up. And I'm sitting there in the hallway and the guy uh, that was the, the, the talent coordinator for Seinfeld walks by me and he goes, hey, and he didn't know who I was from anything. And he goes, hey, didn't I see you at the Laugh Factory the other night? And I go, yeah, I was, you know, do a guest set. He goes, no, yeah, very funny, blah, blah, blah. And I go, thanks. And he goes, hey, when you're done here, uh, Right around the corner, we're, we're auditioning something I think you'd be right for. Just when you're done, just walk around the corner. And, uh. and so I go. They hand me the script for Seinfeld. There's about, I don't know, 30 people in the, in the you know, waiting to go in for various parts and stuff. And they give me the sides. I read them. Uh, I, I learn the part. And uh, I go in. And there's Jerry Seinfeld and the, the producers and director eating lunch. Uh, I read this thing and they go, oh, you know, they laugh, they snicker, blah, blah, blah. And I go, okay, thanks. They go, all right. And I walk out and I go, well, that was fun. And then as I'm walking out, the the guy that found me, he goes, could, could you just wait a second? And I go, yeah, I'm not doing anything else. This is it. So I sit down and there's, there's about 15 or 20 people there and they would go in and they would come out and and leave, yeah. And then another person go in and come out and leave, and then another, per and then eventually it's just me. I'm sitting there. I'm going. This is either really good or really bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've done. I either broke the show or this is really good. And then they come out about, you know, five minutes later, and they go, "All right, move your car onto the lot. We're going to start rehearsing. Ready to go." Right. That <laughs> I go now. They go, "Yep." Huh. Am I okay right. dressed the way right, I am? Right, What's right, right. So we go on to the soundstage and, and start rehearsing. I always thought Jerry Seinfeld, because he was a comedian, picked his comedian friends to have little I, I'm sure there was there was, yeah. a, there was a part of that. And I had opened for Seinfeld in the 80s and 90s, you know, a couple of times. Uh, but I didn't know him very well. I was a Boston guy. I did some time in New York. But, uh, you know, but then within within, like, 12 minutes I was on the lot and I was rehearsing with Seinfeld and hmm. and uh, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus and we said hello. We rehearsed on a Friday afternoon. They held me over the weekend and we, we did a, a run-through on Monday. We shot on Tuesday and Wednesday and uh, that was it. 
and he says, "Come over the house and uh, be my <laughs> friend." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what, what's the initial pay? Is that just scale? It's or? scale. I, I it was scale plus ten. They used to do it for mm. some reason, and at the time, I think it was nine hundred and you know fifty eight dollars plus ten percent for this or that, and uh, uh, yeah, and then we did it, and then it's been running for twenty years. <laughs> And you get a little piece every time. I, every time. I mean, you know, I'm going to guess, I I would say I get between six and $800 a year for 20 years. For just that. For that. For that alone. But, but there's a there's, whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. I, yeah. I, and I we'll, get into, we'll get into yeah. those. Oh, uh, yeah. You're not dealing with children here. There we go. <laughs> uh, during the break, I put my cigar down on purpose. And we talked and whatever ended up happening. I never took a puff of it again. And then when I did go to smoke it again, it stayed lit. And it stayed lit for a lot of different reasons. One of it is because it's a machine-made cigar, and it has a HTL binder that stays lit, as opposed to just tobacco that shuts itself off pretty fast. So the cigar stays lit. It was George Burns. The reason why George Burns smoked um, El Producto, Producto is because it stayed lit. Yes, and he used to say that openly. He said, "If the cigar goes out, my act goes out." Right. You know. So he always smoked like a dollar cigar. Yep, and it always stayed lit. So it's another thing that happens with this. The cigar is going to stay lit. I tell people all the time when you when you're done smoking a premium cigar, put it in the ashtray, just leave it alone. There's no need to stuff it out because in a minute it's going to shut itself off and it's over. Not the case. Right. This thing is going to stay burning. So when you're done, you got to squash the cigar out or pay attention to it. Just don't leave it hanging around. Because right. Put it in the ashtray and let and let it go. Sure. Make a nice timer for a bomb. There we go. (laughs) So, big comeback this year for machine-made cigars. The first quarter of 2020, machine-made cigars took a 1.6% drop. So, people were saying at that point, machine-made cigars are possibly dropping off. 1.6% is a big drop when you're talking billions of cigars, right? But uh, since COVID-19, machine-made cigars are up 20% in 2020 so far, over and above the drop that they mm. took off. So right now, as it stands, they're up 20% so far, and that includes the flavored cigar ban that's happening in some cigar sta- mm-hmm. in some states where they can't have machine-made flavored cigars, therefore they don't have it at all. Still a 20% increase on an 18-billion-unit product, 20%. Well, let's face it. The bans do not work. You just drive a little further to get your cigars, whether they're machine-made or not. There's, there's no one in Massachusetts that has stopped smoking. Yeah, they'll buy it online or they'll, or they'll come up and, and do it. So, blunt cigarillos, tip cigars, they're on fire. They're growing into the billions. So, the people that end up saying to me, does anybody smoke them anymore? The question is, do people smoke premium cigars anymore? I do. I wonder how many people have gone to smoke these lesser expensive cigars during COVID because they lost income. Hey, I still want to smoke. I got to save a little money. So they yeah. Might. Who knows? This would not be a bad alternative. I got to be completely honest. Yeah, with it's not a bad cigar. And you know what I've seen over thirty six years of being in the cigar business: people that used to smoke machine made cigars 
graduated as they started having some income and saying, I want to smoke good cigars now right. and never go back. And I hear it all the time. But people don't realize the amount of people that, that uh, is it possible they go the other way or that's where they start out? My first cigar absolutely was a machine-made cigar. Sure it was. So, yeah, I'm sure mine was too. Yeah. So that's where people start and graduate up, but a very, very small percent graduate up to premium right. cigars is, is the way it is. I can remember a Philly in my life. Is that a cigar? Yeah. yeah. You just smoked one. I smoked. That, oh, oh and Philly, you remember. Philly, yeah. And you still remember And it. I still remember it <laughs> wow. from, from like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. That's a Philly blunt. Yeah. I, I, I have here Backwoods. Oh, yeah. I smoked Backwoods those. is an all tobacco. Yeah. yeah. Machine made cigar. Yeah, that it one doesn't looks have like homogenized filler. That one looks like a dog turd, though. The there we go. Woods. Yeah, and uh, the biggest seller is of all is black, black and mild. Black and mild. The it's one got with a the tip. tips. Yeah, yeah. So is that it makes still it wood? Is it still wood? The uh, tip? It's plastic. On ah, this one. used to be better when you get splinters in your lip. There we go. <laughs> so that that's how it is. My favorite flavor. Yeah. Right Splinter? now, Barry, I hope you brought your, your A game on today because we have a comedian here. What are you doing? It's time to take a peek into the asylum. Your friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true or are they brought to you by asylum cigars take no prisoners asylum cigars are truly flavorful medium-bodied nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from four inches by 44 to the absolutely insane eight inch by 80 asylum cigars quick trivia question before you say it barry (laughs) what is that Ominous voice you hear in the background. That is, um, uh, what's his name? It is. That I introduced you to. <laughs> yep, it is. Uh, what's his name? It is. Uh, uh, give me a minute now. It's. Uh, his last name's not. Bogus. Doc. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes, Greg Bogus. Another comedian. Yes. All right, Barry, go ahead. All right, this story's not bogus. So <laughs> if you've been thinking about lifting weights, here's an important warning for you. Don't stick any body parts inside the round holes of the weights at your gym. Beautiful. Recently, a man in Worms, Germany, put his worm in a five-pound plate, getting it stuck, which resulted in the local fire department taking three hours to break the weight using power tools. Guess this brings a pumping iron to a whole nother level. Wow. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. That's great. Now, you remember that movie in which the kid got his... his Johnson. Stuck in the zipper. Yeah, that we've all done that. <laughs> yeah, I've had to extricate my son's uh, thing from his zipper at, at at one point. There was a lot of comedians. You're in that a good movie. dad. Yeah, I, you got to You know, it's your kid. You got to do it. And we've all been then. You know, I did the old distract him. I go, no, buddy, it's gonna hurt. I'm gonna count to. I'm gonna count to five, and on two, I went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you in that movie? What's that? Um. Which one was that? Oh my god, I can't. Um, it was based in Rhode no. Island, and and um, come on, help me out here. Something about, about Mary. Mary. No, yeah. I'm the only Boston comedian who was not in that. Was not <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah, I thought in the in the in the barbershop area or something. Yeah, no, 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 I was not. We're not in there. How nope. did you not get that different, one? Different no. fact. No, you know the, the. I think you got the most of anybody though. Yeah, I mean, I've done all right with, with yeah. the local movies and whatnot, but I, for some reason, the the Farley brothers uh, have escaped me. They don't oh, really. Yeah, oh, not, not a one. If you guys are listening, you, you're missing yeah. out here. No, he's a genius. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 
Uh, next week, we have a quarter century celebration where Rocky Patel, we're bringing Rocky on. He's been in the business for 25 years, and he's going to join us on the show. The following week is Cigar Trivia Live. We're going to have trivia questions for our audience where you can win prizes, so tune into that. And the following week after that, we're going to launch the Black Friday Firecracker, which uh, very few people have ever even tried the cigar. It's, it's going to be launched on November 14th, but Tony V, you're one of my go-to guys. Yeah. When I have something to, for you to try, you give you it tell to me, me the truth. and I, I tell you the truth. You tell yeah. me the truth. Yeah. That's uh, what I want to yeah. hear. Yep. You gave me, the, what was that? You gave me uh, last week, and I, I thoroughly yep. enjoyed it. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And I'm still working on the uh, uh, the Perdomo Firecracker, mm. which I, is one of the finest cigars I've ever smoked. There we go. So see, the guy knows cigars, yeah. and he knows comedy. Yeah, He knows know what's good. Guy. He knows good I also bad. know... Not to stick my Johnson in a in, in a, a weight, weight. five pound plate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which everybody hey, should do. Right. Don't on, knock it till you try it. No, no. On on hit on the plus side, that man has got the strongest penis in the world right now. <laughs> he could crack walnuts with it. Just think about it. It was stuck there for three, three hours for three with hours. power tools, right. That close to his uh, rod. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, that's that's not. That's a little. You're gonna be droopy after that too for a while. You're gonna you have to get some duct tape. Jonathan so, looks uncomfortable. I just I. Is there a female equivalent to that stupidity? <laughs> you know what? I mean? Or is that a guy thing a guy. where you go, "Hey, there's a hole." <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Well, there's, women would have to say, "I have a hole," and it's right, not. It's that's, not the same. It's right. not the same. They right. probably it's have more put intrusive. things in there they shouldn't have. A thing, maybe. I think that's mostly men making up that story. I, I, I well, have to talk to somebody at the hospital. Yeah, it's more mm-hmm. intrusive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just sticking something somewhere is not as intrusive as putting something in you. Correct. Yeah. I'm trying to clean it up as much yeah, as I, I can. Gotcha. I'm, I'm trying to be delicate about this. I appreciate and still that. Get a, and still get a dick joke in there. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is part of our charm here. Yes. Uh, Boomtown. Not bad, right? You it's the not duck. that it's bad. It, it really it lacks a lot of the subtlety that you would get from a premium cigar. But as far as can you smoke it? Yep. Will it keep the flies away? Sure. Maybe you bring it fishing. All right, I'm going to dissect it while we're talking. The Falls in thing, the water, it's not the Mr. end of the Jonathan, world. Mr. Jonathan, I would like a, a, a knife if you have it. The only thing I... Well, you, let me let me try to do it the way I usually do premium cigars and cut too much of the head off, which usually unwraps the cigar. Oh, my God, it does. Look, look at that. works the same way. So I cut too much of the head off of a cigar. I see people do that all the time. When you do that, a cigar just unravels on you. The, the, the cap only, is keeping it together. Yeah, it's the only thing that holds right. it together. So stop cutting the cap too much. But there's a premium piece of tobacco on here. That's the outside wrapper of the cigar. And now underneath it, doesn't this look familiar to the cigar you're smoking there? Yes, it does. Yeah. So this is homogenized tobacco. So it looks like it's tobacco, but it's... Sure. Paper. For those listening, Dave said the binder looked exactly like a Philly Blunt because wrapper. I pointed because they're right. the same thing. Because I pointed and right. say I'm sorry. It does. It looks exactly the same yeah. color and everything. And there's another little piece down here which is holding the foot on it sure. uh, that's there. So now because this isn't going to unravel because it's HTML and it's small and it's paper, right? So I am going to use Jonathan's uh, knife here. Yeah. And let me get this off. If people listening, he just slid the blade down the the uh, body you know, of the cigar, right down the shaft. There we go. Mm. Is that it? More, no, he's more, more it dick open. jokes. Uh, it's it's <laughs> ripe with dick jokes. Right? And okay, so this is HTML. Right, this is, that's not actual tobacco. It's right. tobacco-like product. 
correct. Okay. Meat, like meat byproducts, right? Yes, you yes. can write on it. You can actually write on it. It's paper. Right. No kidding. I mean, strictly speaking, it's not HTML. <laughs> HTL. Yeah. yeah. HTML, HTML is computer is, stuff. Uh, yeah, a hypertext markup language. Yeah, this yeah. is homogenized tobacco leaf. It's a little piece that's around the top. Well, and then we got shot fill oh, yeah. thing huh? with actually no powder or anything clean. No, it's been sifted for sure. Yep. Yeah. They put it through um, like a grating thing. So See, I, a, I thought there would have been some powder like on, um, no, on a Spaldine no. or a Pink's, as you said earlier, because to me it tastes like that smells. Nope. And it's good tobacco. And in this case, you want to know what tobacco this is? This is a Toro Fuente. No. Absolutely. The douche, you say. <laughs> I do. Really? So, because J.C. Newman has their uh, premium cigars from Fuente and they distribute them, what do they do with all the un the little pieces they cut off? They put it there, they sell them to them, and then they put this. So, we have an Atoro Fuente with an HTML binder. And the paper. And, and a wrapper. And a wrapper. That's great. Yeah, some of the darker pieces look like they could have come off in Yeho. I mean, you got... You, yeah, you, you got don't know what it is. You've got a, a blend of stuff that is from expensive cigars. And, and they just chop them up. Do you it. know the Atoro Fuente curly head? Yes. Machine-made cigar. No, it is not. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's one of the first non-like real cheap cigars that I ever smoked. Because they're not really expensive. Correct. Right. But and they were not bad. It, but it has that name on it. Right. There it is. Oh, I'm smoking right. an Atoro Fuente. Right. You are, but you are and you aren't. Right. In short, if you dissect this cigar and you take its, each individual component... You could reupholster a couch <laughs> with the contents. You probably could. Yeah, it's basically the same. So material. now I'm gonna I'm gonna take apart this uh, Philly Blunt. Thank you, John. I'm sure I'm sure that someone has said this to you before, but there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I know. I, my wife says it daily, and, and that's how it has to be, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. It's if I if I didn't exist, who, who would think about reupholstering a couch after looking at that? <laughs> now look at it. At least it's a, a couch. <laughs> Dave, you did, a, maybe if you said you could stuff a couch cushion, I'd be a, on, on board I'm going with, you. with the wrapper. You're or doing you, a horrible job with that. We'll never be able to get the good stuff back in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They dump it out, huh? I don't know how they do that. Or you could use, what, what was the second layer called? The one with the paper? The binder. The binder. You could write a suicide note on that. Right. So, so, so this. That doesn't have a binder then. It does not. No, it's just so the HTM is, is the outside. The right. And inside, really, really small, little. Look how much yeah, smaller this is. Much more powder. Because oh. this cigar is made for this stuff to come out on purpose. Why? Know? So they roll the marijuana in this. Oh, that's what the blunt is for. Yeah. Right. But right. now you can just buy the blunt wraps. Yes. Now they, they, they just cut out the middleman. <laughs> yeah. We're wasting money on this. And this, this tobacco <laughs> smells like. They did something to this, though. It like doesn't it, smell like, like, regular, like regular tobacco. tobacco. It's a flavored. Yeah, there's a flavoring agent added to, add yeah. to that. So there's a lot of. Yeah, no, I get a, a note of vanilla in this and and maybe a dog turd. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to go quickly now. Add to, that to your list, Dave. Uh, we're going to do the, uh, the wheel. Dog turd. Dog turd. <laughs> That'll be one of the flavors. And you might be asking yourself at this moment, why would he know what that tastes like? Right. I've seen some oh, of the cigars that you smoke, yeah. and I could see why you would accidentally <laughs> yeah. maybe grab a little puppy <laughs> refuse <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. This I've is, never met a dare I didn't uh, like. This is a black and mild, and this is basically a cigarette. So I'm going to take the um, tip little tip off yeah. here. Where's that blade? Right here. 
I feel like I'm going to cut my finger. Well, it would be good for the show, right? Yeah. Bleed. You know, you have a, a second job in circumcisions if you ever <laughs> He's going the wrong decide. way. <laughs> it's, it's practice. You don't it's do it against practice. yourself in a jerking motion? <laughs> <laughs> it's, wow. uh, can, can Billy get it off? Uh, so now talk about little tobacco here. Now we have a – this looks like a cigarette inside. Oh, yeah. Right. So, you could by see. the way, the company that makes this, look how much different it is, right? Yeah. The company that makes this cigar. He's pointing at the Philly Blunt. The Philly, no, I'm not. No, no. I'm, that's okay. the, the, the um, Black and Mild. Black and Mild yeah. is Philip Morris. They, they make that. They own Black and Mild. Right. And what you have here, legitimate, is, to, is a cigarette so with, instead of using paper, is using the- Homogenized uh, tobacco. Homogenized tobacco on the outside. Uh, actually, colored dark, too. Black and mild black, right? Right. And uh, with a tip that's on it, which the tip came off very easy, so you could have that a cigarette fella, at that point. That fellow looks like he could snort it. Right. See yeah. how much smaller it is? Yeah. So so there's different degrees when it comes to machine-made cigars. And last but not least is- that's the backwoods. The backwoods. Yeah. Now, the backwoods is very soft. Look how soft this is. Yeah, yeah you, it looks like Toscano, but it's not. No. It's not in that it's same. soaking Tos wet. Toscano, you could knock someone out with. Yeah. Right. You could poke out an eye. So yeah. this, this is going to unravel. Um, and this outside wrapper, by the way, on a backwards, everybody looking for Connecticut Broadleaf, you're wondering, we can't get Connecticut Broadleaf. We love Connecticut Broadleaf. These guys buy the, all of it. <laughs> so that's the problem. There's a Bless. shortage of Connecticut Broadleaf. Because Excuse me, COVID. What a waste. But, again, they're making billions of cigars. <laughs> These last two are the biggest cigars produced in the world. The, the Backwoods is? Backwoods and Black and Mild. Two really? biggest cigars <laughs> produced in the world. And uh, here is legitimate Connecticut Broadleaf. What a shame. And then little teeny scraps, um, maybe a teeny bit bigger than the um, cigarette one. Dave, maybe you could roll up. But there is no homogenized binder at all. It's machine-made, all tobacco. It's all tobacco. And they probably have to use the broadleaf because it's thicker Thick. and leatherier, and it'll be stand up to the beating the machine's going to give Correct. it. Correct. Dave, why don't you take the Fuente filler and roll it up in that broadleaf wrapper? There we go. Maybe on the nice break, you could do that. There you go. You got a nice cigar. So this machine-made cigars, why did you get a machine-made cigar in your care package? Just to show you what the, what the differences are, but... You'll be surprised. I mean, it's it's not terrible, and I it's not would, terrible. It's not flavored, right? In any way, right. no. And if my choice was to not have a cigar at all or have this, I will have this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm on the same page with you. I would I would I would say this is just on the wrong side of enjoyable. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just a yeah. hair. Like yeah, I want a premium cigar. Yeah, believe yeah. me, uh, and it's going to burn slower, and it's going to taste better, and all that. But yeah, the, it's the, better than nothing. My consumption right. would go down if this was the only option. I'd right. go down to one a day, but I would continue smoking. So right. where it's my brand, and I need to come up with some sort of slogan for it. Right. Better than nothing. Better than nothing's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? You got to stick something in your mouth. It might as well be this. There we go. That's a good one. Boomtown, and it comes in two versions. It comes in a regular Boomtown, and it comes in a Boomtown Sweet, and a sweet tip at the end of it. 
which I mean, we could put uh, Tony put V's picture right on the front of it. And according <laughs> to legendary Boston comedian Tony V, this cigar is just on the wrong side of, of enjoyable. enjoyable. Of enjoyable. And yeah, that would be. I think we'll, we'll sell more of them. Yeah. Huh? I mean, you got to send them like forty bucks a year or something for the use. Oh, I, get, I need residuals. Yeah. that's how I live. Yeah. I know. And that's what buys my cigars is my residuals. <laughs> Barry, how much are these again? Thirty nine ninety nine for a for- box of forty. Bundle of twenty. A bundle of twenty. Oh, <laughs> no, that'd be a real good deal. Okay. That'd be a buck a piece. That's bundle of twenty. 20. So, so Two bucks a piece. It it appears just as a bundle of cigars, like any other bundle of cigars. You wouldn't know the difference. I'm telling you what the difference is, but here it is for two dollars a piece. You know, one of my least favorite things in the whole world is to give you know offer someone a cigar, and I'm pretty generous with cigars. Yeah, and I smoke a decent cigar, but then. You know, you'll be at a function or whatever, and you offer someone a cigar, and they say, yeah. You know, and then you see that cigar three-quarters of the way smoked or or a quarter of the way smoked in an ashtray or sticking in a drink, and you go, you know, dude, I just handed you 14 bucks. Yeah, yeah. And you waste, you know, so keep a bunch of these. They Mm -hmm. don't know the difference. Yeah, they just want to puff along. Yeah, yeah. They just want to be part of the gang, and you you wasted two bucks instead of 14. There we go. And you know, your humidor... Works better if your humidor is full. We're coming to the winter now, and people are going to start having problems with their humidor. And I say to them, it seems like I'm a, I'm a salesman because I'm selling cigars. Yeah, you really need to fill that humidor. Oh, I got to buy a whole bunch of cigars from you? Isn't that right. work out great? Well, that's how your refrigerator works. Yes. Re- a full refrigerator keeps everything at the right temperature if you're standing there trying to figure out what you're going to eat. So you buy a bundle or two. Of these cigars, and yeah. you put them in your humidor for when somebody says, oh, I want to smoke a cigar with you. I never smoke cigars. Here you go. Right. But also, you're filling your humidor yeah. up. Yeah. My, my only qualm, if I can use that word about this, is that it stays lit. That's, that's, <laughs> that means there's something in here that's keeping it lit. There's something in this paper that right. stay, stays. That stays lit. Like, you know. Like a cigarette. Like, like, like a cigarette. Yeah. And that was formaldehyde or whatever they used it. it. Saltpeter. It's saltpeter. Now, that's what the problem is. There it is. <laughs> that's why my thing isn't working. And that's why you can't put a $5, five-pound plate on the end, on of, the end of my yeah. Johnson. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> and see how things go in full circle? I'm yeah. very confused. It seems like you two just had a conversation without saying anything, and the rest of us are lost. No, we know oh. exactly what we were yeah. talking about. Yeah, I, and so I know what they. they were talking and about. so do they. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we got a funny man on the show, so we search to find the funniest cigar in all cigar shops, and I think we got it. Let's see if Tony agrees, and um, there's a movie for Tony V coming out. Just just came out. He's in a whole bunch of movies, but there's a brand new one, and we're going to tell you how you can get it and see him on that. Lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime 
For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's Cigar Journal. Com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar! 
Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back with our number two with funny man, stand-up comedian, actor, and cigar smoker, Tony V. Welcome back, everybody. We have a second cigar to smoke. and uh, I'm I, not done with the first. That's right. Put it down. The first, it, 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 it still go. It won't go out. <laughs> it just won't go out. It just won't go How out. am I supposed to get it out? Uh, a lot of positive feedback. Oh, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> a lot Who of positive you, This is unbelievable. This is funny. It makes you laugh. This is. It does make you laugh. <laughs> There was a lot of positive feedback about the first cigar. People are happy that it was part of the show. They enjoyed smoking it. And Good. they love the educational value of All it. All right. So well, there's a reason for Dave's madness. That's right. Every yeah. time I do it, it's not for me. Let me give you a $2 cigar instead of a $10 cigar because I'll make $8, which which isn't bad either. But no, that's <laughs> not the reason behind it. Uh, it's for you to learn along. And uh, who, who knows? You know, that's the whole idea of the show, to be part of the show. If we, if we were talking about it and you didn't get to smoke it with us, you'd be missing it. Right. And that would be meaning you're not part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. And why not? Why would you not be part of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Because you, you could have smoked to- a boomtown. That's right. Yeah. But you didn't know how to do it. You were the duck. So you go to the cigarauthority.com on the right hand side, you're going to say see care package. Yeah. You're going to click it. It's going to take you to our friends at twoguyscigars.com. You'll fill out the information. And for $24.99 or $29.99, if you want to be prime, which gets you the fifth cigar of the month, You will get cigars every month sent to you. But what if you want to stop all of a sudden? You just say, stop. Wow. I'm done. It's that simple. That's it. I'm done. Huh. So it's not a long-term commitment or something. Say, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to add that to my thing. It's going to be $25 every single month coming out. No, you stop when you want. You won't stop because you're going to have fun along with the show. Be part of the show. Join the care package. That's my commercial. So... This is a funny-looking cigar. It's a funny name. Do you see the name of it? It's the Lunatic. It's a Lunatic. I I, I know these because I smoke them on a fairly regular basis. Of this do. specific size? Not this specific size, the one down. Because, okay. I mean, I got to be honest with you, being a, a an older 
white hmm. heterosexual man. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this is a little bit much in my yap. All right. You know, but it is all. a torpedo. So you, it is a torpedo. Yeah. It's uh, it, yeah. It, Gary, it, what exactly is this? Well, today's second cigar is the JFR Lunatic Perfecto Grand Loco. Freaking mouthful. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by Agonorsa Leaf, and the size is five and a half by eighty. It features a jalapa grown, shade grown, Corojo Maduro, Nicaraguan binder and filler. Single cigar will set you back ten twenty nine, while a box of ten is eighty nine ninety nine, which is a savings of almost thirteen dollars or twelve percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. How long did you say it was again? Five and a half by 80, and it's <laughs> $8.99 per stick by the box. So five and a half by 80, but 80 is the center of it. And remember, this is a perfecto. Mm-hmm. It's pointed at both ends. Um, and it's not... A machine-made cigar. This no. Is a handmade There's cigar. There's no way they yeah. could pull this off on a machine. machine no. Yeah. And, uh, all right. and, and no one with arthritis put this together. Right. You have to be nimble of finger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, being on keto, this is familiar. Some deuces I've dropped. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> is that what's happening? Yeah, that clean you right Thank out. Thank you for uh, sharing that, buddy. <laughs> now go. I got to smoke this? TMI. Now I got to smoke Tony, I think you called it Warren Brooks. On the chat room yeah. said, Jonathan looks at times like he's had enough. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. An hour is enough, and we do this for two hours two hour, every right. single week. He's- All right, let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, an excellence. excellence. How, how much of this am I cutting? You almost don't have to worry about it because there's so few cutters. Although yours is yours is I pretty got a big. big one, yeah. If you use mine, you can go right to the right to, it stops right to where hurt. it stops. In. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most cutters would struggle to get out to that 80 ring gauge. Most right. of them will stop at 60. So you could cut it and just have a 60 in your mouth. Why are you going so deep with that? Didn't you say go right to the hill? Not you, oh. him. Oh. I think the whole world revolves I, around you, Tony Yes, I, uh, today. I, I cut it to like 49. Yeah. I cut it too much, you think? No, I just noticed you I put think it Tony in your mouth cut, all the way I to the I didn't think Tony cut it enough. Well, I, I cut guess, it on that side. Oh, all right. I had yeah, the wrong yeah. side. All right. Before, wow, any, this, more, this, before yeah, any more madness is, ensues. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's, I, I feel like baby Finster with this in my mouth. This is put the and, mic in front of your mouth this there, is, professional comedian guy. Yeah, yeah. We're going to light our cigar. my cigar. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet featuring single action, three inline jets, all fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you have a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment, all for the low price of 1999. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet, and this lighter also features an already been used look. It's the distressed look, so you don't have to worry about it getting beat up in your pocket. It comes that because it it comes that way. There we go. Ah, oh, that's great. So because it's a perfecto, it's not a big deal to light the cigar. It's because you just light just a little bit at the end, and there you go. You're off and running. Right. This reminds me of a cigar that John, would be used. You like a pro sucking on that. There we go. This would be. A cigar that would be used in a cartoon, right? This is yes. a cartoon-looking cigar. Have you ever been a cartoon? Yes, I have. Yeah? On a, huh. on a couple of occasions. On uh, Dr. Katz, 
Mm-hmm. A professional therapist. Yeah. I was a cartoon. Oh, is that the one that freaks me out? It's like all it's shaky. Wiggle Vision. Yeah. Yeah, it's in Wiggle Vision. I don't like vision. that. Yeah. And then uh, I did another pilot with uh, Rachel Dratch that we had a couple. Uh, you know, it's like a honeymooners kind of a, kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I've done, uh, I did a pilot animation where I actually, I was the only live action thing in it. Oh, And wow. I lived in a cartoon world. Hmm. And is that out? It, no, that never, that never saw the light of day. So there's a lot of things that come out that you, you do it. And then it never comes comes out. Yeah, and I don't People think... People make movies and they never come yeah, out. Yeah, so for various the, reasons. And you never get to see it or anything? I mean, I get to see it. Okay. I have copies and oh, stuff all right. like that. But they don't, they don't... You know, there's a long process that goes into something that goes from somebody's head to the page. Hang to, on a second. I have an event idea. We could watch a movie with Tony V that oh, he was in that, never that was never out. released. Oh, I'd like a whole night of that. Oh, we could do that. <laughs> That's easily so, done. So how do you have them on VHS? Or? Yeah, I mean, I have some on disc and some on VHS. Yeah. They go back that far and stuff. But, I, you know, I've done a, a couple. And I've done some voiceover And work. is there some that it should have been out? It was really Yeah, you good. never know what's going to, you know, you're very proud of the work. Yeah. Or, and, and then for various reasons. And you say, this is going to be huge. Yeah. And I mean, th- that's why you never talk about anything until, you know, until it's canceled. Huge. <laughs> huge. Wasn't Rachel Dretch in the commercial? She was in the, uh, <laughs> yes. She was in the Smart Park commercial with me. Yes. yes. On the Super Bowl. <laughs> the Remember Super Smart Bowl. Park? Right. This the- year started out so good for me. Right. <laughs> and then it just went in the shit really quick. Super Bowl Sunday. There he was. Yeah. Uh, millions and millions of people hey, watching. That Sonata ain't got no driver. Yeah, that, that was, was him. Me. Sonata ain't got no driver. Yeah, Sonata ain't got no driver. You heard it here. <laughs> oh, my God. So lots of movies. Yeah. You name, want me to name five? Name five. I've been in five. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I, I, I can give in. you the town. The town. Another Boston movie. Boston Great movie. movie. Yeah. Big. A, big. Huge movie. Uh uh, the Heat, which we mentioned already. Yeah, I loved it. Funny as hell. Uh, I Feel Pretty. Okay, I never saw which that. Which is... Uh, that always pops up on my thing. Yeah, it's... Um, uh, what's her name? Blonde uh, Girl. Blonde Girl. Yeah. Very lovely. What the hell is her name? Could you... Uh, Barry Searchin. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway. Who felt pretty? You or the... No, I always girl? feel pretty. Yeah. I, yeah, I, you know that. Yeah, that's a that's a funny it's my thing stuff. for you Amy to get Schumer. Amy Schumer. There we yes, go, Williams. Exactly. Yeah. I was in that. I was the dry cleaner in that. Uh, dry cleaner. Yeah. And what else have you been? Like a fisherman? Uh, I've been a... F- have I been a fisherman? You should be. I've been a fisherman in a commercial. I JFR. JFR. I mean, the, um, the, where they... Um, JFR is the cigar. Cigar we've spoken. Yeah. JFR. John F. Kennedy, but it wasn't. It was Teddy. Oh, Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. I was in Chappaquiddick. Oh, yeah. I was the, the line producer in that. Yep. You 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. six I counted backwards. Yeah. Yep. Huh? It's two yep. people with Alzheimer's trying to cue each other <laughs> for what the freaking movie is. You know, it's I funny. went and saw that movie at the movie theater, yeah. and I'm like, I know him. I know hey. him. And my wife yells at me all the time, You know everybody. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, I maintain that that is the thing that's done. Most in a movie that I'm in when it's premiered, someone will be sitting in the theater and go, hey, that's Tony V. And then someone next to him will go, who the fuck's Tony V? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that happens a, a million, a million times. All right. So I got four, right? I think you've got four. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can I pulled up your filmography on uh, IMDb. Oh, there you go. Because this is getting torturous. Oh, stronger. <laughs> 
the movie stronger. So, so you have one of those film pages? Yeah. IMDb. You like? He's got a lot going on. Yeah, I've got about I've got about sixty. Uh, well, they things. only gave you five credits here. So you're on IMDb. I, IMDb. You go to Tony V Comic. Go to David Garofalo on IMDb. What do you got? I got something. What oh my got? God! This is turning into yeah. a coin story. All by itself. I was because because you were never in anything. Yeah, no, I don't give a shit. You don't have a page on IMDb. Good. I hope I yeah, never have one. Uh, actor with the Wicked Bites, 2013. There, we go. <laughs> there you go. Eating with the, the Endermans. Eating. Yeah. Is that the Endermans? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's um the other w- people. Wicked oh, Bites. they what yeah. they turned into. Right. Yes. Yes. Huh. Right, sorry, I did that. That's, That's all right. Okay. That's all right. I don't mean to. Upset. No. No. Um, <laughs> You also do uh, a podcast. I do call Two Boston Guys Whack Up a Pie yeah. with my buddy Jimmy Dunn. Funny guy. Yeah. Oh, you have a ball doing that. Uh, that Ed, one's, Ed it sounds fantastic. Ed produces that. He pushes buttons like nobody's business. <laughs> so you guys are almost like a comedy team. Uh, I had you at our anniversary party, both of you an anniversary. You're friendly with each other anyway. Oh, yeah. We're good friends. Yeah. And, and you everything. end up headlining together places and things yeah, like that. Yeah, we go out as Two Boston Guys. Uh, you know, off of the podcast and stuff like that. And we have a special out we go. called Two Boston Guys, which you can get on Apple TV and uh, Amazon Prime and Vimeo and a couple other places and an album. Yeah, that, which that which I know. did. I watched it myself. And um, again, watching it with my wife and re- reciting some of the jokes that were coming <laughs> you out. You know them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, by now, I probably, I don't know about heard them all. You guys been around yeah. a long time. Right, right. I'm, I'm sure that made it more enjoyable for her. <laughs> but Jimmy Dunn doing the racetrack. Thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's God. a good one. Really good. Jimmy's a great guy, funny guy. We get along really well. Uh, and you know, it's just something different to do. I like working with people that I know and See, love, like and trust. That may have been a lucky COVID break for you because they didn't know what they were doing with it, and then needed a ton yeah, of material. Yeah, there was for no, ma- yeah, there was no material coming out, and we had already had this in the can. We, we, uh, I think we taped it. We taped it at the Norwood Theater. To, uh, that means put aside, Mr. Jonathan, just so you're not thank you. how excited. <laughs> I saw Dave looking at me like, you're going to let this <laughs> one go? I'm, like, I'm going to have to take it myself. <laughs> yep, I, it. Thought, I thought maybe we had a monicum of maturity that was no, happening on the show. Not but today. No. No, with no, me, no. As, with yeah. me as a guest, please. Yeah. I thought you were going to bring the average up, believe no, it or not. No. My IQ's in, in the shoe size area. Uh, All right. The following message was submitted through the contact us page. Oh, Tony, you got to pay attention because you'll have a vote as to which of the three emails is the best. So oh, okay. Pay attention. Big of the prize contact today. us Big page prize. of the cigarauthority.com. And the subject line from Chuck is the podcast expert show comments. In reference to your recent show, the suggestions from your podcast expert were interesting, but none were what I would call winners. What is a winner, you might ask? Yes. I think this is where I'm supposed to say that getting rid of Mr. Jonathan is job one, but I am among the 12% that find him entertaining. You will not hear that from me. Here then, in no particular order, are some true, professional, proven ways to improve your podcast. Number one, replace David Garofalo with another guy you call David Garofalo who doesn't look or sound anything (laughs) like David Garofalo and act like nothing has changed and never explain the change to your audience. Number two, Have Ed Sullivan's nine-year-old cousin, Oliver, join the show to frequently add comments unrelated to any topic you're discussing. Number three, announce that Mr. Jonathan is no longer on the show because he got shot. I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) 
then run a six-month contest for listeners to guess who shot Jay. Then, ah. just before awarding the prize, announced that it was just a dream that Barry Stein had. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I dream about that nightly. Uh, number four, have Dave fire everyone so he can run the soundboard for Yoko Ono as she changes the Cigar Authority to an Antifa recruitment podcast. Five, have Barry light up a kilo and then score an basketball from 50 feet in the air as he rides a motorcycle over a tank of man-eating sharks. This guy's been around for a while. Wow. Basketball. Everyone show up for each broadcast, clean-shaven, polite, well-rehearsed, soft-spoken, and business casual. That's oh. a stupid idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, replace David Garofalo's voice with Sammy Hagar. No charge for my advice, you guys. You're welcome. Signed, Chuck. So a couple of movie references and uh, music, music references, references in there. You have not only uh, done a lot of movies, but you've opened for lots of music. Oh, acts. tons of tons of. I've I've sung with the Beach Boys. Sung oh, with them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They, they, they let you come on, on and sing a song. Yeah, what yeah. song? Play tambourine. I I uh, I sang two. I sang Little Deuce Coop. And Bob Aran. Huh. Nice. Yep. Wow. Two of my favorites, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was All fun. Right. It was and a lot the, of fun. probably the two easiest ones not to just completely blow up. Yeah. I have a shitty voice, and they know it. So, you know. But mm. I, yeah, I've opened, I've opened for countless people. Kenny Rogers, uh, the Beach Boys, uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. What, was it Leonard Skinner that was the trouble one? Skinner, I wasn't opening for. Right. I was doing a show. In uh, Atlanta, Georgia, with uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, who I'm a lifelong friend with uh, and have no problem saying that, and Dennis Miller. Hmm. And he was on Saturday Night Live at the time. This Why would you have a back problem saying it? Is, is there some back? No, I don't like to just drop names oh, for the right. sake, you know, because it's like. Well, you could have went like further than Bobcat Goldthwait. Well, yeah, I mean, I have. <laughs> wow. I, I, <laughs> well, but I just want you to know he is. A true friend. Okay. You know, I talk to him weekly. He smokes a guy? And he he does. Wow. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Okay. Yeah. And and so we were doing a show in Atlanta, Georgia, which would be the uh, equivalent of our outdoor venue. Yeah. Not, very pastoral. People sitting on a hill and then rich people down front on tables, linens and stuff. And I was emceeing. And uh, Dennis was going first, and he was flying right back out because he had to go do SNL. And then Goldthwait was closing. And I finish up uh, my set. I bring Miller off. I do a few minutes. The sun's going down. It's a beautiful setting. We're outside Atlanta. And uh, Goldthwait's on. And he's on his – he's maybe 20, 25 minutes into a 45-minute set. And people in the in the audience start going – you know, with the lighters, they, they flick their lighters and they're going, Skinnerd, Leonard Skinnerd, woo, Skinnerd, Freebird, free bird. yeah, Freebird, Skinnerd, boo. You know, and so he he shuts them up a little bit and goes on. They start up again, Freebird, Skinnerd, boo, boo, boo. And he, and he, he goes, listen, you crackers, Leonard Skinnerd is dead. They couldn't be here because they're dead. They died in a plane crash. There's no chickens in the bread pan picking out dough. The South ain't going to rise again. And Leonard Skinner is dead. Right? I'm in the wings, and the stage manager goes, they're in the audience. Oh, I go. I go, what? He goes, the surviving members of Skinner are in the audience. And that's why they're yelling for him. Right? I go, oh. 
That's interesting. Right. He goes, <laughs> you got to go out and tell him. I go, I ain't doing the fucking thing. I, I go, here's what you're going to do. You're going to turn the car around, have two bottles of water and some towels in the car. And, and be ready to go as soon as we are done. He goes, well, what are we going to do? I go, we're not going to do a damn thing. <laughs> you know, so Goldfrey does it again. And then all of a sudden, you hear these guys go, we're alive, man. We're alive. <laughs> Woo. And the, the audience goes nuts. And Goldfrey is, is like daring a headlight, you know. And, and I, I've never seen him. This is the first time I ever saw him drop his character. He just looks in the wings at me. He goes, Tony, get the car. Yeah, I go, oh, nice. I go all set. Way ahead of you, boss. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so he and they, and these guys stand up, and it was the surviving members of Leonard Skinner. Wow. They had done a show in Florida, and they came specifically to see him. They were fans. Wow. And so these big woolly biker dudes, you know, with with the Leonard Skinner Survivors Tour yeah. laminates on, start crawling up on the stage. They, they there's like you know six of them. And and Goldthwait is wide-eyed, you know? And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Leonard fucking Skinner. <laughs> he steps away from the mic, gives it to them, walks off the stage. We get in the car and drove away. That's it. They could still be on stage for all I know. <laughs> right? right? We, we, we have no idea how that oh ended. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And James writes... Worst show ever. Mm. I've come to accept that you guys rarely talk about cigars, and I think you should change your name since it's false advertising. How about two schmucks and a douchebag? Oh, my goodness. Just to clarify. This guy wants to win a prize. Wow. <laughs> just to clarify, the bald one is the douchebag. <laughs> anyone who gives a crap, uh, anyone who gives a crap how to make a podcast better? What the hell does that have to do with cigars? Please stick to cigars. Now we have a comedian that isn't even a D-list celebrity gracing your show. Wow. Just stop. Is this recent? Get back to cigars. Yeah. Your show is beginning to suck. And that's James. He doesn't say where he's from. No. He, well, we're going to have to know where he's from so we can send him a prize. If yeah. he wins. I think I want to send him a prize even if he doesn't. <laughs> I, and I'll deliver it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big fan of yours, I guess. Tony. I, I got to think I'm D-list. Yeah, at least, at least D. I mean, I recognize you when you're in the movies, right? Even right. hundred pounds right, heavier. So that's gotta be that's something. A that's B, like C, a keyboard D. bully right there. That's yeah. not a good one. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's. I thought maybe Tony would want to hear that his name was mentioned in one of the emails. Well, he <laughs> yeah. wants to hear that his name's mentioned. He, he didn't mention he, my name. He just called me Dad. <laughs> right? Wow. Look, I don't pretend to be anything. I don't know. You know, I don't give a shit who thinks I'm famous or not. I don't. I what just do you work. think? He, who do, who's he? Who's, yeah, he's all by himself, there we go. sitting with a bare bulb and LeMay underwear doing <laughs> the tubing. And these people say things when you're on stage. People have the gall to actually call out things. Oh, yeah. You suck. I, I have a story, and I bet you he'll find this one very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I have my doubts. <laughs> <laughs> I one time got heckled by 101% of the audience. In one like, yeah, I had a guy that wasn't even at the show come over to tell me how much I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing, we used to do a show at a place called the... Uh, uh, it was named after a, a, not a muscle pull, a Charlie Horse. It was a, <laughs> yeah. a, 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 it was a place called the Charlie Horse. And we did a show there for eight years. And it was a one-nighter. Like on Lynn? Wednesday. 
Lynn? No, we did. This was down toward the Cape. Okay. Whatever that one. They had several. All right. But they did shows, and they did them for years and years and years and years. And it was awful. The show was never good once, you know? <laughs> and we used to use the, the mic for eight years, use the mic from the DJ booth, because that's all they had. And the mic came out like a clothesline because it didn't have enough cord to hit the floor. <laughs> so you had to hold it like at a straight line. Oh, my God. And, it was, and we would interrupt people. You know, their life and stuff. But, we, you know, it was money on a Wednesday night, so <laughs> sure. we would go and do it. We don't care. You know, so one night I'm, do, I'm doing a show, and, and everyone in the audience heckled. Every single person had something to say about it. And, you know, I'm talking to 80, 90 people, yeah. something like that. And then I calm them all down. It's going relatively well. <laughs> and, and I hear a guy go, you suck. And I go, I thought we'd been through that. And I look, and there's a guy standing in the doorway with a pool cue in his hand. He wasn't even at the show. He was on the other side of the bar shooting pool. Came over specifically to tell me I sucked. And he goes, you suck. And then the guy goes, Eddie, you're shot. He goes, ah. And he, oh, walks, and he, and he walks out. How, what, how do people think? They think they're adding yeah. to the show? Oh, yeah. Is this part of the good thing? Yeah, yeah. Everyone, huh. And then they'll come up to you afterwards. You know, I was only trying to help. I go, Thanks. My God, my God. So we're having a joke and smoke comedy night here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. I hear there's three tickets left. Why don't you send them to this guy? Where's he live? Tony's fan. Send him. Send him to my fan. So joke and smoke comedy night, Thursday, November 19th, 6 to 9 p.m. You get an Italian dinner, two premium cigars, and four comedians. And as luck would have it, so I got Tony V, and I said, okay, here's the budget, and maybe we can get a few guys uh, that obviously smoke cigars because there's going to be a lot of cigar smoking going on here. And uh, he went to his cigar smoking buddies and we have four headliners. Headline yep. guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Un- unheard of. You, yep. You've got one of the best shows put together during the COVID era. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. It's really so a great Tony show. V, Joey Anetti, Jim McHugh, and Steve Bjork. Yeah, all headliners in their own right. Yep. dinner, two cigars, and a comedy night. Three tickets left. If you're hearing this, call the store if you want them, 603-898-2221, and um, grab those last three tickets if it is. And uh, maybe this becomes an annual thing or a regular thing or whatever. We'll see how it goes. Um, You've never done a, a comedy night at a cigar event? Uh, I have done a couple. I've done one. Oh. I've done one on uh, Martha's Vineyard. Oh, didn't, right. didn't you do one for Dave Garofalo? And we did yours. Oh yeah, at, uh, when, when our we, anniversary when party. we could go out five hundred people. This yeah, five hundred. Quite, quite small, about. right? And then I did another one at the Shriners. Oh, all right. Road a nice, bit. nice. And Tony, not that you care, but uh, Kevin Hammond says the Tony V stories are great. So not everyone. Oh, so hates now you. we're even. Yeah, we're, we're even. even. Yeah. yeah. If All we right. pulled out our our flavor wheel here, I'm picking up in the spice category on this cigar. If David, if you don't mind that we talk about cigars. No, for a because I, I don't want to only because of that asshole that ended up saying <laughs> uh, we don't talk about it. I almost don't want to, but okay. Uh, I'm picking up in the spice category a little bit of black pepper, and then moving over to earth mushroom, but not just any mushroom. It's portobello mushrooms grilled with a little bit of the a little bit of the char. Mm. On it, yep. and you get a sprinkle of salt on there. So little vinegar salt. glaze, vinegar glaze. What do you call that? Um, balsamic, balsamic, balsamic vinegar glaze. glaze. Yeah. Huh? Come on, taste it. Taste it. Right. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. It's there. <laughs> You're wrong, Bill Burr. You're wrong, and I dare you to come on the show yeah, and tell me to my yeah, face. Bill. Yeah, Bill. I don't think so. <laughs> there is a little, <laughs> See what a I'm little bit of there? acidity there. Okay, I'll give you that. All right. Acid, acidic and sweet. All right, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. 
And the Don Raphael offer of the day is brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Who else? Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And I got this one. The Don Raphael offer All right. of the day. All right. I was talking in Nashville the other day. I was reliving a story. Nesta Miranda and Guillermo Leon were driving across desert in the middle of nowhere. Saying how they would do anything for each other. Guillermo, my house burns down. Nesta's like, I'll buy you a new house. Nesta says, if I go out of business, Guillermo says, I'll buy you a new business. All of a sudden, Guillermo needs to go piss. Tells the rep, you got to pull over. I got to pee. Rep's like, I'm not going to pull you over. There's snakes all over this place. You're going to get bit by a snake. Turns to Nesta and he goes, if I get bit by a poisonous snake, will you suck the venom out? So for $50,000, if nobody knew, would you suck the venom out of your best friend if he got bit by a snake on the... On the Johnson. On the Johnson. He's going to die. <laughs> I would say to him, oh, my God, you're going to die. I'm going I'm to miss you. Yeah, so nobody will know, but you'll get $50,000. Would you do it? Well, why do you say nobody will know? Well, that's what he's telling you. I'll give you $50,000. I'm not going to tell anybody. Would you do it? I'd do it for 10 bucks. $10. You're, you're such a friend. You're such you, a friend. Look, I'm, if nothing else, I'm loyal. A ride home. I'd be in. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, I'd your friend. How course. much would you pay him? To save someone's life? Hello. See, wait, do I have to pay the 50? <laughs> I don't have that kind of cake. I'll give one hell of a eulogy. Sorry. Listen, this is too hypothetical for me. I don't have friends. Ah, there we go. So, yeah, I'd do it. And a heartbeat. My friend, yeah. save his life. Yeah, sure. Yeah, do almost anything. Right. Wait, so, is it on the tip of the shaft? So it's safe to say there's three <laughs> cocksuckers on the panel right now. <laughs> there we go. There uh, we go. What Warren Brooks says, you can see Jonathan actively thinking about what he wants for dinner while Tony is telling his stories. <laughs> All right, we're having a special episode of The Cigar Authority this Thursday night at 7 p.m. The Cigar Authority this Thursday, 7 p.m. with Mr. Jonathan Carney, Lito Gomez from La Florida Dominicana. They're cooking steaks. It's going to be a one-hour show Thursday, this Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in. Uh, with that being said, let's go to our last break. And when we come back, uh, the cigar is very cartoonish, but I want to know what were the best cartoons at all time. And while we're at it, the best email of the week and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass-looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet-like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. 
Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Provider Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Not listening to anything. 
and we'll have Mr. Jonathan Cotney on the special edition this Thursday. Make sure you tune in. We never did a Thursday edition of the Cigar Authority, but we will this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And we're back. We're smoking the JFR Lunatic Perfecto Gran Loco. Loco, crazy. It is a crazy cigar. To me, very cartoon-like looking. Um, Tony, what's the five best cartoons? Uh, you know, uh, I'm old school that way, so I'd go right to Looney Tunes. Okay. Uh, there's one out now that my son got me hooked on called Rick and Morty. Yes, that's, that's good. That's really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big, uh, what were the chipmunks? <clears throat> Alvin and the Chipmunks? Not Alvin and the Chipmunks. <clears throat> Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. I like oh, those yeah, guys yeah, yeah. a lot. One was very, they were very Johnny Jonathan likes Chip and Dale's. So. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, different. different. They got oh, a okay. cartoon. <laughs> no. Do those people get a car? That's li- live that. action. Hey, here's a story that that guy will enjoy. I once did a, a tour of. Uh, <laughs> uh, I His once, name's James. James. Yeah. James, you really, please turn up your device real loud because you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> I once did a, a a tour of Graceland with Chippendales. Mm. They gave us like a private tour because when you're a D-list celebrity, you get that kind of pull, you know. And so it was a bunch of Chippendales guys and me, and we got a, like a behind-the-scenes tour of Graceland. Ah. Did the Chippendales give you a behind-the-scenes tour? No, as no, well? I stayed in front of. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, in the middle of that, Jonathan, I was wondering where Wait, it's better to be. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Tony, did you see the porcelain monkey? I did see the porcelain. We're in the jungle room. And yeah. we were with, there was another, they had like a handler. It was an older woman, which is really funny. And we're in the jungle room in Graceland. And it's, you know, Elvis had like recording equipment and all this stuff. Porcelain monkey was there, blah, blah, blah. And there's an ashtray. And uh, <laughs> the woman goes, oh. Did Elvis smoke? <laughs> I go, lady, he was full of pills. He didn't know what he did. Right, right. <laughs> That's the least of his worries. Yeah. But that was a lot of fun. And he's I, dead. And he's, he's dead. dead. He's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's buried Still. out. The, and he's buried out in the backyard like a gerbil. Yeah? Yeah. He's right next to <laughs> like he's right next gerbil. to he's right next to the mansion. And <laughs> just just throw him in, in the backyard. Elvis yeah. is dead. All right, what's for dinner? There we go. Flintstones? Flintstones? Yeah, sure. You gotta you I can't ignore the, the Simpsons, the, the Simpsons. longest running show in TV history. But how about funny wise? The Jets- Simpsons. I like the Jetsons. Jetsons. I mean, this cigar is something Spacely Sprocket would have smoked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Family Guy. Family Guy. Family I laugh guy. out loud at Family uh, Guy. Family Guy. Sometimes I laugh out loud yeah. all by myself. They're good. Okay. That. Well, I think, and I think the most unsung hero in all of uh, cartoon world is Foghorn Leghorn. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't think he gets his due. He's that is one of the funniest characters. Yeah, absolutely. I have ever seen. Now, Tony, what about this? Looney Tunes revisionist thing, right? They're becoming politically. Oh, please correct. don't get me started on Elmer Fudd not carrying <laughs> a, a. Elmer Fudd's not going to carry his gun anymore. Yeah, they, none of them smoke yeah. anymore because right. Bugs Bunny smokes cigars. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Daffy and uh, and let's not uh, you know gloss over the fact that Porky Pig hasn't worn pants in sixty years. <laughs> right. Nobody. And he's a pig. And he's a pig. Right. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> nobody's getting getting all hot and bothered over that, but. Uh, you know, the hunter can't carry a gun anymore. Crazy. Yeah. It's time for the Vegafina Best Email of the Week, brought to you by Vegafina Cigars. And this week's prize is a kit that includes a lighter, a small bottle of wine, some wireless headphones, a uh, thing for the back of your phone that'll hold your credit cards. 
Mm. And the charger for the headphones. It's about a hundred dollar value here. It's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And and if if James wins jet lighter in there, you mentioned yeah, that. You get the jet I'm lighter. Not, I'm not uh trying to slant this in any direction. But if James wins, I'll throw in an autographed picture. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, one of the Seinfeld one ones? One of the Seinfeld <coughs> ones. Nice. Me twirling the umbrella. So we yeah. have two so far, and this last one is what Jonathan thinks is the winner. But we're going to vote. We all get a vote. And the great thing is we have five, so he doesn't get the last shot here. It's uh, however it goes. So Jason writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and the subject line is a test for Mr. J. Hmm. Brothers of the Leaf. The illustrious and eloquent Mr. J was challenged to prepare his emails ahead of time. This tongue-tingling tapestry of terms may trick, tip, and confuse regardless of preparation. I present this best test in jest to prove or disprove the literal legacy of Mr. J. Will he do well or will he slip, slide, and fall at the face of this challenge? You be the judge. Previously, the prominent preacher of podcast praised our protagonist pose. Expecting some of the semblance of scuffle, Mr. J surprisingly scrutinized the self-righteous surveyor, Jim Collison, for not sedaciously slashing apart the straightforward and surprisingly subtle wit of our slightly stout squad. Ergo, the confident, candid compatriot Mr. J would capitalize on coursework to avoid catastrophe. I'm betting the braver, saver, flavor, paver will answer the small, fat call and gracefully wade through the minefield of words. Dave Barrents, old man behind the curtain, how did he do? Thanks for all you guys do. Signed, Jason. I think at one I, point he said pose instead of prose. Yeah, I give you an 8.6. There were two slips in there. Mm-hmm. I would like you to hand that to Barry. He already heard it. <laughs> 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 try. That'll be the end of that. I say nice job. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. That was excellent. It was prose. I couldn't right? do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, I think it was actually supposed to be posse, and I messed up uh, when I read it earlier as well. Huh. Did you did read it in advance. With two with S's. So now we have James with that ridiculous yeah, thing. He's out. That's what I think too. <laughs> we have this one that make, is a little. Uh, it was very creative. Yeah, I like it. We had, a lot we had Chuck that said we should replace Dave with another guy called Dave. See, I, no, we can't do that. I kind of liked that email. The first one. Yeah, number one. Is that what you pick? Yeah. All right. So we got one for Ed Barry. What do you say? Uh, I've started saying I'm going to be the voice of the chat room. Personally, I like three, but I'm sorry, but the chat room is saying number one. Number one. We got two for number one. What do you say? I saying? like number three. I like number three. And I clearly like number three. So number three is the winner. Jason, you just have to send Here me we go. your address. And uh, I think I speak for Tony V when I say, fuck you, James. Here we go. Whoa. There you go. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. I, I would have put it more eloquently with go fuck yourself. Yeah. But I, the sentiment is exactly <laughs> the same. same. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. So nice. You, you, all, all he has to do now is contact you. All he has to do is send me his address, and we will. How ship does he him do out, that? Uh, through the contact us page, or you can reply to the email that I replied to. Okay, and uh, and Jonathan, all oh, kidding aside, that was expertly done. Thank that you. That was well, Thank well, you. well done. Did you practice in front of a mirror? I did not practice in front of a mirror, but I did practice many mm-hmm. times. Good. So I didn't think we were going to be able to do it, um, yes. but we can. Yes. Barry likes it. We're going to do this. the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. 
The classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Okay, it's the closest without going over, Tony. You write down the uh, date without going over, closest without winning. You're going to go against these two guys over here, and Ed Sullivan is your help. Phone home. Phone, phone a friend. Phone a friend. Anytime you need to ask a little help from him. I mean, not the kind of venom-sucking friend. Just <laughs> an, phone an acquaintance. Okay. We're going to start with Jonathan, but you're going to hear this. And you're going to write your answer down. Okay. He'll just go first. Uh, in Arlington, Virginia, former NBC sportscaster Marv Albert was spared a jail sentence after grueling courtroom apology to the woman that he had bitten during a sexual romp. Do you remember this? I do. What year was that? Just write that down. What year that happened? Everybody's all set? Okay, Mr. Jonathan, what year? 1964. 64, he says. 1997. 1997? I got 1997 written down as well. All right, and I forgot to say, if you get it exact, you get two points. So, two points. Yes. Wow. For who? For who? For us. Yes, it is. For for, For Tony and Barry, get two points. Each of you is, and we're over to how, you. How many tiebreakers were there? I have 37. Four, I have four questions and three tiebreakers. Okay, good. Need <laughs> you might need them. Do any of them have to do with cigars? Uh, no. No. James is gonna no. Be by the way, but I, got, I got a music one here for the you. Yes, okay. The yes is a Marv Albert reference. I know you're not into sports, but that was his signature. Yes? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Okay, it's over to you, Tony. You okay. go first. Right. John Denver, American country music singer, the country boy, dies in a plane crash at 53 years old. Today, what year? Uh, I'm going to, uh, do I write it down or tell you? Yeah, just tell me because you're uh, first. John Denver, it was recent history. That, that's two, I'm going to say 2003. 2003. I thought it was early. I went 1979. 79. 1972. 72. 79 will take it, but it's 97. Ah, same same exact well, day. That's what really? I meant. I have dyslexia. Same exact day. Yeah. So Barry gets a point. He's three points. Tony's <laughs> two. Mr. Jonathan, zero over to Barry. Guinness Book of World Records presents Paul McCartney with the rhythm disc as all-time best-selling singer-songwriter. What year? Guinness Book of World Records? Pronounces... Paul McCartney is the best-selling singer-songwriter. 2011. 2011, he did it. I'm going to play the man on this one and say 1997. 1997. I'm going to say 2002. 2002. Everybody is over. It was 1979. Wow. 1979. That's what I meant. I just transposed my numbers. Really? Okay, it's back to Mr. Jonathan. Last question, unless uh, Tony gets a point here. Mr. Jonathan, you're basically out of it, but you're next. Authorities apprehend Army veteran John Allen Mohammed and teenager Lee Boyd Marvel in Maryland in the Washington area sniper attacks. Marvel was later sentenced to prison without the possibility of parole, while Mohammed was sentenced to death and execution. What year did it happen? 1994. 94. 1989. 
2003. Ooh, 2002. Wow. So 94 was Mr. Jonathan. He gets a point, but the winner is Barry. Barry nice. is the champ. Welcome back. Thank you. Wow. That's only because Ed Sullivan sat it out. Yeah, glad to be here. Don't yeah. forget to tip you the waiters and waitresses. There we go. Right, we'll be here all week trying to deal. <laughs> so this cartoonish cigar, although it's cartoonish and way too big for me, I actually like the cigar. It's a great cigar. I use, I, I smoke on a semi-regular basis the, the 70 ring. Yeah. There's a slightly smaller one. In a shape like this. In the same shape, uh, but slightly smaller, and I enjoy that quite a bit. But I love this cigar. How often do you get to it's smoke different. a cigar on stage? No, not a whole lot no. anymore at all. I mean, uh, I used to do it fairly regularly, but now it, I, the last time I did it was about uh, two months ago in Worcester because we were doing an outside show. Ah, because the outside show. We're outside, and, and I asked the audience if they minded, and uh, they all, to a person, said no. You know, I was away from them and stuff, and I smoked a cigar on stage, and it was very enjoyable. Okay, two Boston guys. Two Boston guys you can get on uh, Amazon.prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Or Apple TV or Vimeo. And we have an album out on, uh, I I believe it's on YouTube. And uh, uh, what's the other one? It's on Spotify. Spotify. It's on uh, Apple Music. Apple Music. You can get it that way. It's same title, Two Boston Guys, with my good buddy, Jimmy Dunn. Very funny, man. Very funny. It's good. good, good. Very good. And especially the video, I think, was very well constructed. Yeah, it was good. You know, we hit it right with the COVID, as you alluded to earlier. There wasn't a lot of content. We had taped, we had videoed this in in, uh, the late winter of 2018. And, you know, we did a couple edits on it. And then. Yeah, I thought it was interesting the way they put it together. With black and white. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the conversation in mm. between. Yeah. yeah, that was that was Jimmy's idea to to do the, the little drop yeah, I liked in it. between. I felt so, like it was directed by Kevin Smith with the black and white. It felt very <laughs> Clark's like. Yeah, yeah. We wanted it to feel like you were just hanging out with us, <laughs> which is that feeling you get at the dumpster. At Giggles. That's right. You know and, I mean? and I've done it, and it's an awesome time yeah, yeah, on yeah. that. And the set looks like the dumpster at Giggles. Ah, if you, if you yeah. pay attention, it looks like we're in a back alley. That's where Tony goes in between the sets to yeah. go smoke a cigar during. So if you ever go to, to Saugus, Massachusetts, and he's playing. Go behind go, the building, and you'll right. find Tony right. smoking. Yeah. 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 And what I recommend is you get yourself a nice cigar, and you get that special. Light the cigar up. And watch their show. Yep. If you're willing to sit through two hours of this shit, can you imagine <laughs> end up listening and, and having some laughs? And right, because that's time? only about an hour of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well, yeah. Because if you like me, it's an hour less than you had to put up with. <laughs> yeah, here. And if you, you, know you hate I mean? them, yeah. you should go on and listen, and you can get more hate. Hate. Yeah. Now, oh. if you sell at least a thousand copies, I think that might move you into delist officially. Uh-huh. Oh, maybe. Yeah, so I don't know what the, I don't know what the do criteria that. is. Come yeah. on, everybody. I don't yeah. ask for much. So yeah. go on there and click the Prime. Our, and, uh, the album debuted uh, on... Uh, yeah, number two. At number two. Oh. Yeah. On comedy yeah, on we, iTunes. We beat Weird Al, which was a bit of a lifelong dream right. of mine. To beat him. I, I yeah, forget. to beat him. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah, somebody, some A-list person had yeah, yeah. something out that you couldn't get we couldn't, past. We couldn't get past him, but for a whole weekend, we were number two. And then right. we we're settled, number two. We settled around the teens for a while. Mm. Yeah. 
Groot's number yeah, two work and I'm, and I'm very proud of the project, and working with Jimmy Dunn is a joy. And check out our podcast called Two Boston Guys Whack Up a Pie. It produced very well, by the way. Oh, Absolutely. Ed, pushes yeah. Ed pushes buttons with the best of them. I, uh, I had the opportunity to get made fun of by Jimmy Dunn while he was on stage. <laughs> At I the went, cigar show. I went to a show with Ed Sullivan, and oh, we were you sitting were dre- in the front row. Yeah, you were dressed up like a clown. Yeah, was in at my the MGM. Purple print All right. suit. And uh, he ripped on me for the better part of 15 minutes. Yeah. And yeah, you just I had said, opened, you're welcome. I remember that show because I had opened, and I was I was heading to Aruba the next day, so I was I had to leave early. And as, I mean, it didn't last 30 seconds because as I was walking to the door, I heard Jimmy ripping you a new one. Oh, he's like, oh, hang on. I'll get back to the dick and fart jokes in a minute. Uh, This is what we call a letter high fastball. (laughs) It was perfect. And that was your gift to them. Yeah. Yeah. I I sent him a text afterwards and said, that was my gift to you, buddy. You're welcome. Here we go. I I saw you before you went and I said, you're going to wear that to a comedy club, huh? Sitting in the front row. Here we go. (laughs) Front row, front row. Uh, This cigar is a good cigar. I think it's going to last me three hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have no problem getting through the after show with this. There we go. Yeah, you get about, what, six pounds of tobacco for 10 bucks? Yeah. Right. It's a very enjoyable cigar. It's a a little leathery. I'm I'm going with. Yep. Yes. Yes. I I pay attention. Yeah. All right. The after show is next. The topic today is social media and cigars. We're going to talk a little about that. Really? A little bit. A little bit. Why not? I didn't think you'd touch that with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) All right. Next week, Rocky Patel is celebrating 25 years in the cigar business. He put a cigar out called A Quarter Century. Um, We're going to have Rocky on there, and we're going to light up and talk Rocky Patel. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And other than James is a dick, you've learned nothing in the last two hours. So always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.